How overwhelming is your to-do list? Do you find yourself not wanting to look at the list of things you have to do each day? It seems you're not alone. Hello and welcome to episode 176 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. So you have a system in place, your areas of focus and routines are filtering into your daily list and your calendar is supporting you by managing your available time each day. That's great. But now you find your daily list looks horrendous. It's huge and leaves you feeling uninspired each day. What can you do about it? Well, that's what I will be answering this week. Now, before I get to the answer, just a quick heads up. If you don't know already, last week saw the launch of my 2021 edition of my email mastery course. Now, the course is in glorious HD. It's updated for the way we are managing emails today. And I've added a few new lessons on processing your emails, a feature requested from a previous version. So, if you use Gmail, Outlook or Apple Mail, this course is a must for you. This course will take the stress out of managing your mail and bring calm and focus to an area of work and life we cannot ignore. Links to the course are in the show notes. Okay, it's time for me now to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Anna. Anna asks, Hi Carl, I took your time sector course and really enjoyed it. I have set everything up, but now I find I have so many tasks in my today view. I just don't want to go and look at it. Is this normal or am I doing something wrong? Hi Anna, thank you for your question. Now, there are a couple of reasons why your daily list are looking overwhelming. Unfortunately, there are ways you can manage that. However, the first thing we do need to look at is how you're writing your tasks. Now, there are two schools of thought here. One says you should break down your tasks into small bite-sized chunks. And the other says do the opposite. Now, personally, I like a hybrid of the two. Uh, Let me give you an example. Imagine you have a headache for a few days and you feel it's time to see a doctor. Well, the first school of thought, you would write the following tasks. Get telephone number of doctor, call doctor and make appointment. Now, in the second school of thought, you would just create a single task called make appointment to see the doctor. Now, I know this is a very simple example, but it shows you what can quickly happen if you break your tasks into smaller tasks. You end up with double the number of tasks or more. Personally, I don't think there is a right or wrong way. The best way is always the way that works for you. But if you want to list each day that is less overwhelming... I would suggest you err on the side of writing macro tasks rather than micro tasks. For me, 
I prefer writing macro tasks. My task list contains tasks such as write blog posts, do expenses, clean the office, plan YouTube videos. I could break these down into write the first draft of blog post, clean the carpets in the office or prepare YouTube video plan. But I don't need such detail. I see the task, write this, this, this week's blog post and I know exactly what needs to happen next. When I go into the office, I can see immediately what needs cleaning. I don't need to break it down into the different parts. Now, the other reason you may have an overwhelming to-do list is because you are just trying to squeeze in more than you can do. Now, this is very common. It's a human condition to believe we are capable of doing far more than we really can. It's the same as our inability to estimate how long it will take to do something. We think to respond to an email will take around two minutes, but often it takes five or ten minutes. We are terrible at estimating how long things will take. This is one of the reasons I developed the 2 plus 8 prioritization method. This is where you select 10 important tasks for the day and make these the tasks you will focus on for the day. Two of these tasks are your must-do objective tasks and the remaining eight are your should-do tasks. By limiting yourself to 10 meaningful tasks per day, you force yourself to be realistic about what you can do each day. Now, these 10 tasks do not include your daily routines. These just need doing anyway. But those are not all that important. And so if you are unable to do a few of them one day, it would not be a problem. You can always catch up with them the next day. This is why in the time sector system, I recommend you set up your routines to recur when they need to recur. You can always reschedule these if you find yourself running out of time. The other benefit of using the 2 plus 8 prioritization method is it forces you to prioritize your tasks. You can't do everything all at once, so you need to make decisions about when you will do them based on their deadlines, importance and your schedule. Now, in today's world, it's so many tantalizing distractions we need a mechanism that restricts the flow of things we want to do. Like most people, I want to do a lot each day, but I have to be realistic about what I am capable of doing. I want to spend some time with my family. I want time to exercise, read, relax and get enough sleep. If I filled my to-do list with all the things I would like to do, I would not have any time for those important personal things I want to do and would quickly find I have no time to sleep or eat. That's why I use the 2 plus 8 prioritization method. It acts as a way of restricting the amount of things I do each day, leaving me feeling refreshed and safe in the knowledge that I have completed the most important things each day. Now, there is one more area that needs attention. If you want a more manageable and less overwhelming to-do list, and that is to make sure you're doing the daily and weekly planning sessions. Time and time again, when people reach out to me for help, the problems they are facing are caused simply because they're not doing any kind of planning. You see, if you're not planning the week, your daily planning is going to take a lot longer. If you plan the week, your daily planning will only take around 10 to 15 minutes a day, and we can all find 10 to 15 minutes a day. 
If not, you have much bigger problems in your life than simply time management. The weekly planning session is all about scheduling your most important tasks throughout the week and finding a balance to each day. If you see you have back-to-back Zoom meetings on Wednesday, you can avoid scheduling bigger tasks on that day and spread your tasks out onto other days. You might see you have a meeting-free day on Thursday, so you schedule more of your important tasks on Thursday. This way, not only do you find balance in your week, you also prepare yourself mentally for the day. The daily planning session is essentially a check to make sure your plan is holding up. You will find important tasks have been collected during the week and you need to find time to add those to your list and so things may need to be moved around. That's life. You will never be able to create a perfect plan. But having a plan does give you the peace of mind knowing that you have time to get all your important tasks done for the week. Sure, you may have to renegotiate some of these, but that's fine. It means you're engaged with your world and moving with the flow of the week. Now, one final area you may want to consider is how you are using tags, labels or contexts in your task manager. If you use a task manager such as Todoist, you can add labels to your tasks. This means you can filter out tasks. So, for example, if you have a label called communications, you can add that label to any task that requires you to communicate, email, phone call or Slack messages. Then, when you decide it's time to deal with your communications for the day, you just bring up that label for the day and all you see are tasks related to communicating. Really, the only tasks you need to see at that moment. This is a leaf directly out of the Getting Things Done book. And if you are a GTDer, then that is a modern take on using context. We've come a long way since 2001 when GTD was written. We don't have to be in the office sat in front of our work computer to reply to email today. We can reply to email anywhere from our phones. But if you want to reduce the lists you're looking at, you can create context based around the type of work you are doing. So there you go, Anna. Thank you for your wonderful question. I hope that has helped and will give you a few ways you can reduce your daily list to a more manageable number. Thank you to you too for listening. Next week, this podcast will be taking a little break, but I will be back with another episode answering your questions. So if you do have a question you feel I can answer, then you can email me, carl at carlpoline.com, and I will be very happy to answer your question. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week.